Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and teacher with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, an artist and food blogger who travels mainly for the food. Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plate and on our minds. Happy New Year! Happy 2021! <laughs> By the time this episode is out, I think we're a couple days in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this year proves to be better than the last one. Have you seen the like TikTok where it's a woman, she's like, I don't want anyone to claim 2021 is their year. Yeah. We're going to walk in quietly. Yeah. We're going to check it out. Yeah. We're just going to see what happens. We're see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. We're not going to say a peep. Yeah. Shh. <sighs> so yeah. true. Because I feel like so many people were like, 2020 is my year. Everyone felt that way. They're like, t- literally yeah. a quote from our last episode on 2020 was, 2020 just sounds good. It just feels <laughs> Did we say good. That? Yeah. I feel like you said, it just feels good. I'll, oh, I'll, like, God. I'll cut it in here if I can. <laughs> oh, my God. How innocent and naive we were. All right. Well, let's just set the record straight that. We're setting the bar extremely low for 2021. <laughs> we have to. We have nothing but low hopes for the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if you have no expectations, you can't be disappointed. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> so. Well, we are doing our 2021 New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. and we're also going to revisit our ones from last year. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, which also reminds me of a TikTok of someone who found her journal like saying what her goals were for 2020 and she's like cry laughing because it's so funny it was like travel more um visit (laughs) with friends one of them was spend more time with her grandma and her grandma died like oh my god (laughs) it's just like everything but you know what (laughs) you know what we have to send off the new year in style yeah we have to pop some bubbly We've got some Prosecco. Are you going to... Do you want to do it or me? No, I want you to do it. <laughs> okay. Just don't pop Sarah it bought this, the so if it, laptop. Uh, if it goes everywhere, I'm going to blame. I bought it from the chilled thing, but it didn't seem very it cold. It doesn't seem super cold, but whatever. Oh, well. Ooh, boom! <laughs> oh, sh- Oh, no. <laughs> Not well, too much. A little too bubbly. All right. Okay. Well... Sayonara 2020. <laughs> See you later. Big middle finger. Seriously. Ooh, I mean, people say 2021 can't be much worse, right? <laughs> Let's not say it. We don't want to tempt it. I know. It. We don't want to we don't want to like curse it, but Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. That was lame. That was Let's lame. try it again. Why why what? did this are these plastic? <gasps> these aren't real. Oh my god. They That's feel disappointing. Real. That's nice though. Kind of because <laughs> I mean, it's less likely for me to break. Exactly. Like so... they feel like glass but they're not. It's like well, the best of both worlds. I break every wine glass, so maybe this is a good omen. Ooh. Bubbles. Ah, I love prosecco. <laughs> uh, you guys. All right, so should we get into our salty sweets? Yeah. Okay. I can start. Okay, go ahead. All right. My salty, and it's by no fault of the USPS. <laughs> the United States Postal Service needs our love and True. our support and our funding in these trying times. 
but none of my packages showed up on time. And I sent a package to my dear brother in Virginia mm-hmm. who wrote our jingle music. Shout out, Will Gingrich. <laughs> yep. I sent him a package for him and his girlfriend for Christmas because we knew they weren't coming up. Yeah. Um, I think it was like the first week of December. Like first week. And I got like text notifications for the first couple you know ways that it went around in the usps service but all of a sudden it hit harrisburg and i don't know what happened to it after that i don't know where in the world it is it's Mm -hmm. probably still sitting there in harrisburg yeah well i heard that the post offices are so overwhelmed with packages that they're just like clearing paths through the mountains of packages so they can walk through the offices it's horrible (laughs) and my mom said she works in cornwall and i guess um the cornwall post office has like one lady who works there and someone from where my mom works called to ask about a package and this lady apparently was so frazzled and she was like listen i have so much going on she's like starting to cry a single tear rolls down her cheek (laughs) they're just so overwhelmed because it's awful yeah i mean people are sending more packages than ever and then um, you also have staff who's out sick because of, yeah. you know, a pandemic. Or quarantining because someone in their family exactly. is out. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a whole mess. But, you know, it was a, quite a disappointment when my brother was a golden child and had his presents all ready for me because he brought them up over Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. He was that prepared. Wow. <laughs> Which is not typical. I'm normally the golden child out of the two of us. Mm-hmm. But, like, then I was like, Merry Christmas, Hopefully you get your presents this year. I don't know. But anyway, that was a disappointment. But yeah. Yeah. That sucks. What's your salty? Well, I'll say both mine because they're related. Okay. Okay. So my sweet is that I'm currently off of work for like a week and a half right now, which has not happened to me for like winter break in a long time because usually... I don't have this much vacation time left by the end of the year. So if I take any extra time off, it's just unpaid. And it's usually because I'm taking time off to arrange for travel to Ohio to see Robert's family. But I had vacation days left. So I have like a week and a half off and I'm not going anywhere. This was actually my suite. (laughs) Yeah. It's this weird limbo time between Christmas (laughs) And New, New Year's, Year's, yeah, where you don't know what to do. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm in high school again with that little yeah. winter break where I get to just like relax and like, do watch I TV. Take a nap? Yeah, so that feels amazing. Um, normally, it's like struggling to do Christmas with my family and then like go to Ohio for the long weekend yeah. or something to be with Robert's family. And it's this whole juggling everything, yeah, exactly. And then you got to make sure you have gifts ready and you're like packing the car and like. Making sure you've baked things for whatever. Not to mention all the family or the friend gatherings that happen. Exactly. So this was like my most relaxing Christmas in a very long time, which was a nice change of pace. But my salty is that because I'm crazy and this is like a running theme, I was like imagining just having like so much time off. I'm like, I can get all this stuff done that I've been wanting to do. But now that the time has come and I kind of have something going on almost every day. And I'm like, realistically, I'm not going to get like any of that done. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> so, no, I'm telling you this limbo time. Yeah, it's going to go by in a flash. I, as of today, I still have like a week off. Um, so, and thankfully tomorrow my thing got canceled. So tomorrow I actually have nothing going on, which feels great. But um, 
So now my list that I made for myself, I decided, <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to have the one thing that I'm trying to do to finish as a project. And otherwise, I'm just... I'm just going to try to relax and watch TV yeah, and like read some books and yeah, just sleep and work out, maybe go for walks. We'll see. If that. Yeah. Yeah. If like, that. It's, it's this yeah. weird time where you and the couch are very bonded and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, should I do anything? Should I be yeah. productive? Mm. Yeah. And like, you're not sure what day it is. Like, is it the 27th <laughs> or the mm-hmm. 28th or... Mm-hmm. And, like, New Year's is not quite there yet, but it's coming. Right. But not like we can do anything on New Year's anyway. Yeah, it's not like I have New Year's plans anyway. So that's also kind of nice. Yeah. Um, But I did also think, like, oh, it's going to be so great. I have, like, a week and a half where I don't have to, like, pack my lunch for work. But then I had the realization that I still need to eat lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh. I know your pain. I don't know what I'm going to eat while I'm home for a week and a half. And that's when you started eating cookies. Oh, I've eaten many a cookie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the other thing. I want to do probably a little more baking for fun. Like, before I go back to work, maybe take cookies in again. Yeah. But yeah, so this is like mostly a sweet and yeah. the salty's just like, I had more things I wanted to do, but I probably won't have time. Well, my sweet was this weird limbo time where you're like, what day of the week is it? When's New Year's? Like, <laughs> which as a teacher, I've grown very accustomed to. But mm-hmm. like we said, there's always things going on. And it normally feels right. like these days you're like this day, this person's in town, this person, exactly, oh, we're going to go yeah. to, we're going to go to the bar this day. And oh, my mm-hmm. family has a thing. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. now that is... That's the nice, like, silver lining part of yeah. COVID times. Yeah. Like, it's a bad thing and a good thing. Because obviously we miss seeing people and being social. I can't wait. I'm not, like, I think I'm the most introverted extrovert, but I can't wait to put a dress on <laughs> yeah. and, like, go to mm-hmm. a bar. I know. I just, I just want to go to a bar. Like, that's all I want. I want that is really what an old-fashioned... I want like yeah. it warm, people everywhere, yeah. friends. Like, not to mention, I'm single now. Like, can I just I be know. a single woman in my 30s who gets to flirt at a bar? I've never done that. This is your like, time. Not really. Yeah, let me well, go flirt at a bar. Hopefully, 2021 will bring that for you. 2021 will hopefully still be my hot girl summer. I also saw a meme <laughs> that was like from the realization that you're every year for 10 for 9 years you're still going to hear it's 2021. Oh. It's 2022. <laughs> like we all have like PTSD. <laughs> PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of, should we dive into yeah. uh resolutions and look back on the year? Yeah, let's do it. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> All right, so New Year's resolutions. Why do we do them? Well, I feel like it just feels good. Yeah. Um, we both like a plan. Yeah, there's something about the fresh start of a new year, and you've spent the recent time looking back on the past year. And I feel like most of us have some kind of thoughts that you're like, you know what, this is my year for this or that or whatever. And it's just, it can be rejuvenating to have those kinds of thoughts at the beginning of a new year. It's like a built-in reflective time to like Mm -hmm. plan and dream up things and yeah. 
You can yeah. also look back. I mean, not this year, but normally you look back and you're like, wow, I did so many things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into ours later, but I'm someone who needs accountability. Like, I think that whenever I openly share my New Year's resolutions, I'm more likely to actually follow through on them because mm-hmm. I talk about this later, but. And as far as, like, personality types go, mm-hmm. um, I'm a type 7. Is that an Enneagram number? Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever done those? I'm a 1. You're a 1. That Which is, sense. like, a perfectionist. Yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> I don't know too much about the other numbers other than my own. Just That's how I am, too. I mean? And I don't even fully understand mine. <laughs> yeah. I've got to do more of a deep dive. Yeah, Myers-Briggs is more of yeah what I am kind of know about. But anyway, I'm a type 7, which means, like, I can be kind of a kid in the candy store. Like, I just want to, like, take everything and, Mm -hmm. oh, I have this idea. Like, ideas are not hard for me to come up with. Mm. It's actually following through. And I love making a plan, but do I actually follow the plan? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely have some of that, too, where, like, I love to make a plan, but in terms of actually doing the work. Right. The follow through. "Mm, I don't know. I kind of just like the planning part. But the accountability (laughs) of, like, actually sharing your, um, like, resolutions and your goals with Mm -hmm an audience or one person or, you know, whatever. For us, it's a podcast, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that motivates me intrinsically to actually do it because I know, like, there is an accountability factor there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that's just me. Yeah. I do think that talking about them on the podcast last year helped me because I don't often make huge, concrete resolutions. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I might think about things or kind of have an overarching, like, idea, like a word for the year or something. But doing that last year for the podcast definitely made me feel more resolved, I guess, about the resolution and be like, yeah, this is a thing I want to do and I want to keep this top of mind for the year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, a lot of our plans were dashed because of COVID, but... (laughs) Um, we can go through them if you want. Yeah, we're going to revisit last year's. Okay. So my first one from last year was to feel confident in Amy's wedding. <laughs> well, Amy's wedding was not canceled, but postponed. She had a small, basically like an elopement in Vermont with mm-hmm. just immediate family and bridesmaids and groomsmen who were all family. So basically, um, I definitely did not feel as good as I wanted to because, one, I ordered the dress and I definitely packed some pounds on thanks to quarantining and cooking being the only joy we had for a mm-hmm. couple months. So, yeah. um, no, I didn't. But, I mean, her wedding technically is happening this upcoming summer, so hopefully mm. I can actually finish that. True. Feeling good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the quarantine 15 was real for me. I've since lost it. Thank God. But, Mm -hmm. you know, no, I did not feel confident in Amy's wedding. (laughs) Well, okay. So your next one was to get your certification in social studies. (laughs) LOL, no. (laughs) No. Um, So I think that, well, it's funny because like looking back at some of these, I was like, maybe there was just a, it wasn't that goal necessarily I didn't do, but it also helped me clarify some why you had the right, goal. Right. Like, mm-hmm. why did I have that goal? Mm-hmm. So, no, I didn't get my de- uh, certification in social studies. I did, like, study for it and stuff. But um, I actually found a much more balanced job instead in the same, you know, path that I'm in in music. And it is, like, 
it's freed up so much space in my brain. Mm-hmm. Even though we're teaching in a pandemic and teaching remotely and synchronously and Zoom and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I've been doing it long enough that I feel like I've found the job that I'm like, okay, I can settle in. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to exhaust me. Yeah. So, no, I didn't get my social studies cert, but I obviously set that goal so that I could find something better mm-hmm. as far as career goes. And I I did get that job. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. So you got like the underlying goal. Yeah. Which is Same fun. with um the blog goal that I had, which was this, like this side project I had mm-hmm. an idea for. And I'm not saying I won't ever do this side project, but it just helped me realize that I was feeling quite disconnected to my blog and... The side project basically became, no, I'm not doing that, but I'm focusing instead on my actual blog and adding a new aspect to it, which is food. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge part of what the next year will look like. So I didn't start my yeah. side project. Nope. But I did <laughs> I did uh, basically do a lot of reflection and came back to my own blog, which is kind of nice. That's good. Yeah. And then your last goal for 2020 <laughs> was to buy a house. Check mark. We're sitting in it right now. <laughs> Finally, yes, I did get that done. <laughs> so yeah, that's been nice. That's good. Yeah, for sure. That's a big life check mark for sure. So that's a big one. Yeah. So you had some major goals fulfilled. Yeah. And a couple things. Maybe you didn't do it exactly the way you thought, but you kind of figured things out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's good. That's a success. Overall, semi-success. Yeah. Nothing a complete failure. Right. Also, like, 2020 adjusted. Pretty successful. True. Very true. (laughs) All right, let's go over yours. Okay. So my first one was to be even more strict in my budgeting and saving. Um, I'd say, yeah, I actually did pretty well with this. And thank good, like, thank God that this was goal going into the year because shortly into the year I found out that I was going to be a single homeowner because Robert was leaving. Um, So at that point I was like, well, now I really need to budget and I had to rework my budget as if I was single, Mm -hmm. um, even though he was still living there for a couple months um, because I had to get used to spending my money that way. Yeah. And then shortly after that, I got laid off from my job. That's fine. So then I was like, (laughs) now I really need to budget. (laughs) Um, But as we discussed, that kind of was like a blessing um, in retrospect because I did fine financially. I made more money being unemployed than I do during my job. Crazy. And I wasn't going anywhere or really spending much money at all. Right. So, and we got the $1,200 stimulus checks. Yes. So honestly, like between all that, like this year financially for me was pretty good and I was able to like pay off a little bit of debt. And save money and stuff. So overall, I did really well with my budget. I mean, budget. yeah. Considering there was a global pandemic, you were basically not furloughed. What did you say? The laid off, laid off from your job, and mm-hmm. you still managed to maintain a very strict budget. Yeah. So that's a huge win. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty proud of how well I did with that. And then I had a diet goal of less sweets and more veggies. And I would say, yeah, I kind of did this too. So I could have done better on the sweets for sure, especially during I mean, quarantine. I did a lot of quarantine cookie baking. Um, it was literally like being in the kitchen was the sole yeah. joy I had <laughs> exactly. for months. So, um, but I did get more veggies into my diet, which I'll get into more 
and another yeah can't wait mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that one i did pretty well could have done better on the sweets thing but you know i had a goal to see a nutritionist i did do that i think i only saw her once i think you did too just once but um, you liked it right i did it didn't help me a ton Mm -hmm. but i'll get into what did help me yeah even though you didn't necessarily get your answers from that you definitely did get a lot of clarity in Mm -hmm. other means yeah and so that was like a stepping stone so then um one of my goals last year was to continue work on being happy and appreciative of my body and i would say yes and no for this one because hard I mean, not that I thought I would solve this and, like, suddenly have 100% body positivity by the end of 2020. Um, I'm feeling a lot better about my body, but I think it's it's not because I suddenly became, like, okay with my body being like, I love my body no matter where it's at. I just love it and appreciate it. Like, no, that didn't happen for me. But I feel better with my body because I feel better in my body Mm -hmm. because – I'm feeling healthier and like things are working better because so much of what I was struggling with was feeling like I had no control over my body. Right. And a lot of it was like I was having the issue where I was just starving all the time. And then I was like, I know I'm not overeating. I only eat when I'm starving, cause, but I'm starving all the time. Right. It was and like just- this total disconnect between like your mind and what is going on in your body. Yeah, I'm like, I'm working no out, understanding. trying to eat well and all this stuff, but like my weight was just going up and I wasn't feeling, like my body didn't feel like mine. Mm-hmm. And so what really helped me, and this is where, if you know me, I'm going to talk about the poop <laughs> test. This is a Sarah classic. It's <laughs> my new favorite party trick. Poop test. Although there were no parties in 2020, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I did this thing. It was called a gut intelligence test. The company that does it is called Viome, V-I-O-M-E. And of course, we'll link to all this stuff. So what you do is you mail your poop. (laughs) You mail your poop. Literally mail your poop. (laughs) You you don't mail like a whole poop. There's like a thing where you take part of the poop and all, you know. It's not quite as gross as it sounds, (laughs) but it is an experience, let me tell you. So it's like it's an at-home like mail-in test you can do from the you know comfort and privacy of your own home right um but so you mail that in and then they analyze your gut microbiome and send you these results back along with a 90-day plan for like exactly what you should eat and also they recommend supplements for you if necessary so the way this is interesting it's like it's not analyzing like if you have food intolerances or allergies or anything like that it's just looking at your gut bacteria so it's going to tell you what to eat or what not to eat based on what bacteria those foods add to your gut Mm -hmm. so it's like it, it knows which ones you need so it's like you really need to eat these foods but like lay low on these ones like you don't need those right now so it's it's like very different than other right. tests you might hear about. It's also not a diet where you're completely cutting things out. You just no. know, like, this is a healthier option for my gut. Yeah. As opposed to this other thing. 
Yeah. I can still have it, but mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be feeling good. Yeah. And like, for example, one of the things I wasn't supposed to eat for a while, and again, this is not like supposed to be forever. This is just temporary to help kind of rebalance things. And then you should add foods back in because that's what your body needs is the diversity of eating different right. foods. Um, but I wasn't allowed to eat like tomatoes and blueberries because apparently I had a tomato virus and a blueberry virus in my gut. So you essentially need to starve the the virus by not eating those things at once. Which is so then you can like get rid of it. Is nuts. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I think I also had a lettuce virus. So yeah, that kind of thing. It's really interesting and it's not something like normally I would have eaten plenty of tomatoes or blueberries, but right. Because that's healthy. Exactly. Yeah. And I might not even notice like symptoms from eating them, but it could tell by looking at my gut that it's like, oh, you should probably lay low because it probably would cause inflammation if the virus was in there. So I did that, but like perfectly at like the same time as I got my results, which by the way, I got my results like right after I got laid off. So it was like this perfect project where I had nothing to do but take care of myself. And I had all the time in the world to like cook healthy food. Right. And, and experiment and try different Yeah, things. and like try new recipes and stuff. So, I mean, grocery shopping was a bit of a pain, but overall... Grocery shopping was the outing of the week, right. honey. <laughs> True. Stunt on them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, this book came out called Fiber Fueled, and I read that while I was doing all this, and I swear this book, like these two things together truly changed my life. The book brought together like everything that I've been learning about gut health for the last few years and in particular made this poop test that I did make so much more sense for like what it was doing for me and my body. But that book is all about plant fiber and how important it is for gut health and how just in general to be healthy human beings, we need to eat a diversity of plants in our diet. So... I used to eat more vegetarian, but then when I started having all these issues and was like hungry all the time, um, I felt like only if I ate like meat and cheese and like fats and stuff that I would feel satiated. And if I ate like a salad that was vegetarian for lunch, I would just feel starving like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. later. So thankfully with all of that, I got back to eating plants. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I honestly, I felt more like myself, like my crazy hunger went away. I think a lot of that had to do with some of the supplements it recommended for me. Um, so yeah. And then now that like I live alone, I've been eating almost exclusively vegetarian when I cook for myself at home, Mm -hmm. but I still eat meat when I'm like ordering takeout or, you know, eating at my parents' house or every now and then. But yeah, so I've been eating way more vegetarian and yeah, I just feel like my body feels more like my own. Yeah. Um, and you have some understanding of it. Yeah. And I and so this test, they recommend that you do it like every six months or once a year or something to check back in. So I'm planning to do it again this spring and I want to reread the book Fiber Fueled just to like recharge my brain with everything that I learned because it's a ton of information but it's fascinating so like if you're into this or you have any gut health issues I highly recommend doing this test it's like 150 bucks or something I feel like almost anyone would benefit from it truly and the book is so fascinating too um 
So yeah, I've just been feeling like I'm getting back to my baseline. And even like coming back to the whole being happy and appreciative of my body, even like especially this past week, my weight has been back up to like basically the highest it's ever been. But when I look in the mirror, like objectively, I'm like, I look strong and healthy and I'm happy with this body and I'm proud of this body. And it just like reinforces that like, weight is just a number. Like, yeah, I forget where I heard it, but they're like, weight is just your body's relationship to gravity. Like it doesn't really tell you anything. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Like I can be just as healthy at this weight as I was 20 pounds ago, but it's like, maybe this really is just where my body wants to be right now. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. And I'm, and I am starting to feel like, okay, cool. Like, I don't feel like I'm just in this panic of like, what is my body doing anymore? Yeah. So I think it took me all year to get there. (laughs) That's a huge, 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 like, as a woman Mm -hmm. to have that, what you just expressed Mm -hmm. about, like, I feel healthy. I I feel good. My body nourishes me. Like, yeah, I'm not there. Like, (laughs) and I might not be there like next week when I get, I know, but even, even (laughs) just to like understand your body, the way that you're able to understand it now, like Mm -hmm. it makes you appreciate your body. It makes you Mm -hmm. understand, like, like you said, weight is really nothing to do with health or state of mind or anything. At one point, maybe two years ago, I weighed like 10 pounds less, but like I was not as healthy as I am right now. Oh my God. So like, like, I know back then it was like my body was doing weird stuff. Like, yeah. I was like, something is wrong. But like now, even though my weight's basically the same, but I also like look at my body and I think I look like more toned and stuff. So it's like, again, that like weight number really doesn't right, mean doesn't much. Mean so it's like, maybe I did just put on a couple pounds of um, muscle in the last month or two. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, still work in progress. But a huge hurdle of yeah. understanding what's going on with your gut. Yeah. Thanks to poop test. <laughs> Listen, your poop will tell you everything about you. Poop knows the way. <laughs> yeah. So, again, I super recommend that. Like, that's, that's cool. like my ultimate recommendation of 2020 is poop, poop test. <laughs> mail your poop. Everyone should mail their poop. <laughs> it is super fascinating. Yeah. So, anyway, to finish up my final resolution for the year was to finish my blog redesign and and have my summer of chill. Which you did get your blog redesign done. I did. I got it done when I was laid off. And so I was going to say I did not have a summer of chill, but like maybe I kind of did. I'm looking back at the summer and I'm like, what? Like for us, it was house projects and Mm -hmm. sweating and moving. And it was like super stressful. Yeah. But also, we didn't do anything. Yeah. So, like, in some sense, it was super chill. (laughs) Um, But, and I wasn't really concerned about the blog at all because I had finalized the redesign by then. And that was kind of the main idea with Summer of Chill. But at the same time, I was going through some serious personal stuff. Yeah. So, the summer was really my summer of sadness (laughs) and dealing with my marriage ending and all that stuff. And like, um, Robert moved out on July 4th. So like, yeah, the summer, I would not call it a summer of chill. Yeah. Not truly. You had sort of a early spring of chill. Yeah. But even then I like was working on the blog and stuff. 
when I was laid off. So your summer of chill may have not have happened in 2020. Because I think summer of chill implies a state of mind. Yes. Where you're just straight chilling. Yeah. Probably not what was going on. Right. As you're navigating becoming a single woman Mm -hmm. and all that entails. Yeah. So is summer of chill happening this summer? I should probably aim for that. Yeah. I think you could do it. Yeah, I think so. Just like no plans. Yeah, I mean, that's easy right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a state of mind. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right, let's get into our resolutions for this year. Okay. Tell us what you have going on for 2021. I have, well, actually, I only have three. I wrote down four, but I'm taking one off. (laughs) Simplify. Okay. So, one, I am starting a new journey, (laughs) and I am going to cook my way through Italy in 2021. I'm so excited for this. So I am too. It, so the idea, I by the time this is out, I feel like I would. I'll have a blog post out about it, so you can check it out. But basically, because there is no like twinkling of any hope of me really getting anywhere as of right now, as far as travel goes, I'm taking to the kitchen. Like I said, it was my pure joy in quarantine in spring. <laughs> so there is 20 regions in Italy. I'm going to cook one recipe, authentic, very traditional or important dish from each region Mm -hmm. by the end of 2021. So that means probably at least two recipes a month from each region. And it's Mm. been super fun to learn about all these things. I'm an Italian-American, so being an Italian is something that's been very ingrained in my upbringing and, you know, being... Being to Italy a few times, it's like my favorite place in the entire world. I feel a certain kinship towards it, but Italian food is so fascinating <laughs> and it's so and delicious. So I am going to cook my way through Italy this year. Mm. So I'll be sharing it on the blog and probably on Instagram, maybe TikTok. So we'll see. So twenty regions, so twenty recipes. Twenty recipes. Okay. From one from each region of Italy. But You're also, like, you're including cocktails in there? Cocktails are included. So I wanted to make a balance of different types of content. So I didn't want to just do only pastas or... Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to attempt to make, like, Neapolitan pizza because I do not... That is such a huge quest. Like, Uh I would do that separately. That would be a whole different journey. Okay. (laughs) But, like, so I it's four categories. It's aperitif, which is, like, cocktails you know, Mm. different drinks or whatever, Um, especially if they're important to a certain region. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically snacks or like light fare. So Mm -hmm. think like focaccia, Mm. uh, focaccia di recco. I'm just trying to think of things I have on the list. And then um, main courses. So think like pasta. I'm not doing pizza, but like meat entrees, soups, stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. then uh, dolce. So which is dessert desserts okay so it is going to be a mix and it's been sort of interesting in planning the first couple recipes because i don't want to just be like pasta 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 yeah all year 
So, and, and learning about why is this dish important to this region of Italy and, mm-hmm. you know, what's the historical significance of this celebration where you have this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not just going to be recipes. It's also going to be cultural things, historical things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I'm really excited because I think Luke and I do Italian cooking very well, but mm-hmm. it's like a whole different layer of learning and appreciating a culture yeah. Um, I, I think also, it's like a perfect project for you guys. To yeah. Do. I think it's going to work. And I think it'll be fun. So. Yeah. And you're, are all the recipes coming from that one book that you bought? So originally I was going to, when you see the blog post, I like talk about La Cucina, which is, um, it's from, I forget, the International School of Italian Cooking. Um and that's a very traditional cookbook where they've done a lot of research as to where certain dishes come from and how this region does it as opposed to this region. Um, but long story short, I'm going to do a healthy mix of different like research recipes. So I will certainly base a lot of information off of that cookbook, Mm -hmm. but I mean, so that might be like a jumping off point. Right, exactly. And then you'll do more of a deep dive and maybe find a recipe from somewhere else or right. something. And that cookbook okay. also doesn't do drinks or cocktails. So that's like a whole oh. different thing. So, okay. yeah. So that's – I'm going to have to be doing research in all sort of forms. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great base of knowledge. But I feel like it's going to be much more expansive. So Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I'll be sharing on the blog, Instagram, maybe TikTok. We shall see. Okay. <laughs> But like that, that leads me to my second goal, which is maintaining a blog calendar through June. Mm-hmm. So June is sort of where my summer starts. So I'm hoping to sort of front load a lot of stuff in the first half of the school year. Mm. So I, I mean, not really the last half of the school year. Yeah. It's like spring. Anyway. But um, yeah, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. it's fun. I did my first one, um, which you actually hear about in our next episode. Okay. So I oh. tied that in. Cool. Anyway, spoiler alert, we're doing a food slash cocktail thing next episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, yeah. And then my last goal is to travel in some shape or form. Okay. Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. What do you envision that looking like? I don't think we're going to be able to travel internationally. I feel like it's mm-hmm. a very far flung. Mm-hmm. What about like a little road trip or something? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe like we have a ton of friends who live like Kieran lives in Nashville. We have Jake and Amy who live in Vermont. So we may just do some kind of road trip. Like, you know, there's like yeah. there's a lot of options, but mm-hmm. some kind of road trip. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It would be great to do something internationally, but I just don't really see that happening. So, yeah, you know, cool. Yeah. Okay, so cook your way through Italy, maintain your blog schedule through June, and travel in somehow. some form. Yes. <laughs> okay. Low bar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, for me, my first one is to stick with the budgeting because I'm still a single homeowner. Super important. Oh, and also I forgot to mention that uh, one of the many things that happened in the parade of terribleness that was 2020 is that um, I think like... Two weeks after Robert moved out, my central air broke, like my oh, air conditioning in July. And um, through talking to people, Prosecco. yeah, please fill me up. <laughs> um, Keep talking. So, in talking to some experts, it turns out that I don't need to just replace my AC unit 
Did I say that right? Yeah. Am I drunk already? No, you're good. Okay. Um, it's not just your like AC it's unit. It's not the AC unit. It's that the people who installed the central air in this house didn't do it right. And basically the ductwork is not enough for the size of the house. So like I could replace my AC unit, but it will probably just break because it's essentially overworking itself because there's not enough airflow in the house. So it's like kind of freezing itself, right? Mm-hmm. It's like over over exhausting. It's yeah. And there's not, like, yeah. enough air that runs over it, and so it ices up and stuff. So basically, people who installed this were trash. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's, like, a bigger problem. And, it, like, it's going to cost me a few thousand dollars to remedy this issue. Um, at, like, I don't know. And the one guy I talked to thinks that if we just increase my return vent, that might fix the issue. So I'm still talking with people about it. But, yeah, so it's, like, basically the biggest expense that has ever come up for the house since we moved in and it's when i'm living there by myself and taking this all on alone and that's just something you know will have to get fixed because you know mm -hmm. something else is bound to happen because that's just like home ownership right yeah as i'm learning (laughs) yeah always have savings yeah around so yeah budgeting is extremely important for me at this point in my life um and the saving and all that stuff My main resolution for 2021 is to just simply take care of myself. Girl. So (laughs) um, for me, that means continue going to therapy, um, continue working out and eating well for the most part, but also still making cookies. (laughs) Um, Basically, just really like listening to myself and what I need in the moment and making sure that I'm taking care of myself and like dealing with what I'm going through and all that stuff. Um, Yeah, basically that's it. I'm like, no, all I'm doing this year is taking care of myself. Checking in with the self. (laughs) Yeah, like nothing else matters. Yeah. That is the only thing that is important right now. Like I can't think beyond that. Um, But one thing that is like kind of like a baby resolution is something I started, I think at the beginning of last year, was I started a gratitude practice. Yeah, I remember And then this. when everything um, fell apart, <laughs> I stopped doing that because that felt like the least genuine thing that I could be doing. It was like, right. let me write down two things I'm grateful for every night before bed. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we try not to swear on this podcast yeah. <laughs> too much. But you can imagine what I've... I'm thinking. Sarah stuck a straight middle finger to <laughs> that idea and said, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm starting to feel like I can get back into that. And like, yeah, you know, I think it would be good for me to spend a moment every day thinking of what I am grateful for and stuff. So I think I want to get back into that. And then I also have this book that my best friend gave me that's like a journal for like going through a hard time. I believe it's called let that shit go. <laughs> I'll find <laughs> it. Seen, and link I've to seen it. that. Yeah. So, um, I was looking through it the other day and I think that like maybe every night before bed, I might do a page of that just to kind of reflect and stuff and like think about what I want. Um, and then also do a gratitude practice, maybe like go on and off, you know, do yeah. one or the other each night before bed is just like, yeah. take a moment at the end of the day to reflect and think on stuff. Yeah. You know. So we'll see. It's really hard to keep little things like that going, but it's <laughs> mm-hmm. super, I think, I mean, I think that's incredibly important 
for us to like, first of all, practice gratitude, which is really hard sometimes. Like it feels like the last thing we want to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm personally, I, I, when I was going through a really hard time was also, I didn't do a gratitude practice, but I did a lot of journaling mm-hmm. and it was incredibly helpful. And I mm-hmm. think that like people should just do it in general, period. Yeah. Day. Sometimes it's good to have like a prompt to yeah. think about things and then you might find like discover something about yourself that you didn't know. Yeah. And there's just, tons of journals yeah. like that out there that have like a prompt, mm-hmm. just a daily prompt for a check in or something like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking like I can do it. I don't even have to write complete sentences or whatever, but no. just like get some it's thoughts down thing. on paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's about it. That's good. Um, and then, like, similar to your cooking your way through Italy, I'm not making this like a full blown resolution, but I do think that I want to bake my way through 100 oh, yeah. cookies that um, we interviewed Sarah Kiefer about her new book. That's perfect for you. Um, and like that will not happen in its entirety in a year because it's 100 no cookies. Way. <laughs> um, but I, I think, can barely do 20 in a year. No, yeah. <laughs> So, like, that's not really a resolution for the year, but I think that is um, a little project I might want to do and, like, document on Instagram. Yeah, that's just fun. Yeah. And as someone, like, you find such comfort in baking, like, I feel like that's something you'll you'll really enjoy. Yeah, and I I feel like doing that would kind of force me out of my comfort zone a little bit by baking a cookie I might not have chosen all the time but be like this sound like they all sound amazing so it's like you'll be a pie lover after all those slab pies maybe time will tell yeah who knows yeah that Um, sounds fun yeah so pretty simple just budgeting take care of myself and gratitude slash journaling and baking tossed and baking yeah Yeah. i mean baking was going to happen anyway but yeah (laughs) you know those are good goals i feel like we're keeping things low maintenance but also reasonable yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's doable. We were like pretty ambitious last year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what were we thinking? Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. We won't make that mistake yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Listener question. Okay. This question comes from Captain Jemima on Instagram. Love that name. Um, how have you been taking care of yourselves during this crazy time? So I would say for me, it's been like saying no to a lot. Not that there's been a lot to say no to. It's not like I'm getting like invited to things. It's a good whatever. practice to get into now, though. <laughs> yeah. But like I've had, for example, maybe some like freelance kind of opportunities or something kind of pop up. And if it's not like a perfect fit and it just doesn't feel right, I'm just like, no, like, thanks, but no. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to not put too much on my plate. Um, well, obviously for me, like during this crazy time, like obviously COVID, but I'm thinking more for me in terms of like my personal yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's like what I think of during this crazy time. Um, but obviously the pandemic is part of it. So, yeah, just, like, taking care of my mental health by making sure I'm not giving myself anything to stress about that I don't need to stress about. Um, And then, like, just staying active and, like, eating pretty well and stuff, which is something I always try to do. But, like, I'm trying – like, I I don't kind of lean into this in the sense of, like, oh, I'm just going to eat ice cream and mac and cheese or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I feel better when I am doing my normal things of – taking care of my body. 
So I try to yeah. do that. Getting enough sleep, all that. You're kind of definitely thing. someone who is at their best when you're following routine, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you like it that way. Yeah. Well, as for me, if I'm like indulging in my own like feelings, uh-huh. I am so bad about that mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't check in with my because I know I would feel better if I moved or if I worked out or if I mm-hmm. ate healthier, like if I ate a green once in a while. But if I'm in it, yeah, hell no. <laughs> like you're so much better about that. Yeah, I mean, there. I definitely had some routines that I like you know, just kind of threw out completely mm-hmm. during parts of the year. But overall, and I think this comes back to my need for control. So I'm like, especially with what I'm going through, it's like, well, I can work out and control what I eat and all that stuff. Um, but also like for me dealing with depression in the last year or so, that's also huge for me is um, making sure I don't drink too much mm-hmm. because – I often get depression hangovers, so yeah, that's not good. No. Like, every now and then I'm like, why do I feel extremely sad and, like, I just need to cry all day? And it's like, oh, yeah, I had, like, three drinks last night. Um, <laughs> whoops. That did it. <laughs> that's why I don't do that very often. Yeah. Um, so I do try to drink strategically, like, when yeah. I'm like, am I drinking just to drink? Because, like, having a cocktail would be fun or something, or, like... Yeah, it's more like a social thing or something for me now. Like, like, am I going to enjoy myself? Like, I'm not going to just drink wine by myself in my house right. or something. You'll drink wine because, because we're, we're tossing a, a middle podcast. finger to 2020. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, doing that kind of thing. And, again, um, being active and eating well helps with my depression, too. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Like, all those, like, simple things, you know? Yeah. It's nothing crazy. It's, like, all the things I would normally do to try to take care of myself, but it's just even more important now and more obvious that I need to do those things right now. Yeah. For me, like, I feel that work is probably my biggest stressor right now and just the constant fear that I'm giving someone COVID, you know, that underlying feeling. Um <laughs> God, I I can't wait till I'm vaccinated. <laughs> anyway, um, but like I realized that half my battles with like being much more still in 2020, like there's not really anything I'm working on. I sort of like let go of freelance jobs, sort of like you did. Mm-hmm. Is like it's just me. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I really have to know myself, and I have to really like. I know this is so cheesy, but, like, you have to, like, love yourself. Like, you have Mm – at the end of the day, it's just you. Yeah. Like, who puts you to bed every night? It's me, (laughs) honey. It's definitely me right now. (laughs) So, like (laughs) – Me and Germs. Getting into bed. (laughs) I feel like for me, like, taking care of myself is just, like, this idea of radical, like, self-love. Like, the Mm. fact that you can – Give yourself a break and you can tell yourself, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, you don't have to be perfect. Like, it's just you at the end of the day you have to take care of. And mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways I can kind of be a people pleaser. And I think that, if anything, this time really allowed me to realize that, like, if you don't have anyone to please, do you like who you're with at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. And... 
that I don't know this is gonna be very philosophical but (laughs) (laughs) I guess my idea is like really just developing a deeper understanding of myself and that means in in indulging in curiosities that I have or, Mm -hmm. you know, giving myself permission to sort of veg for a longer time than I normally Mm -hmm. would or, you know. Spend 45 minutes on TikTok. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, (laughs) whatever. You have to just constantly be checking in with yourself and being like, what do I need? Not like, Mm -hmm. don't put this pressure on yourself. What do you want right now? Yeah, which like. I feel like that's exactly what my resolution is of taking care of myself. Yeah. And I think that's what this year has done for so many of us is like cut away all the fat and what's rising to the surface or whatever metaphor you want to use. Like we're figuring out what's truly important to all of us. Yeah. And yeah, like what is worth doing or caring about and all the other stuff. It's just so obvious that like it doesn't matter. Yeah. And also when you eliminate all the distractions and you eliminate the stress and you eliminate like all these other things, like who do you really have? It's yeah. just you. So you better be happy with the person that you're, that you are. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like in a lot of ways, I feel like self-care is this very like, you know, it's bubble baths and having a glass <laughs> of wine and watching a trashy reality show. And that is all true. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of ways, it's just literally just questioning myself. Like, what do you need right now so that you feel okay? Like, mm-hmm. what do you need right now so that you feel a little bit more relaxed or whatever it is? Yeah. So, and that can, I mean, we don't have children. We don't have, mm-hmm. like, thankfully, we're, we're not, like, caretakers for our parents or anything like that. So, we have the ability to really yeah. invest time in ourselves, mm-hmm. while many people don't. Yeah. So I feel like for two of us especially, it's it's a nice time to just sort of be, like, taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In any shape or form that comes down to it. Sometimes that means mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's that cracker, cracker barrel. Cracker barrel, white cheddar dinner. <laughs> Get it straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. I think that, like... That's a question I wish more people asked people when, mm-hmm. you know, you're catching up with friends. Like, so what are you doing to take care of yourself? Yeah. You know? Instead of, like, what's new? Because nothing's new. <laughs> <laughs> True. Nothing's really new. Not really. You know? Yeah. That's anyway. a good question. Anyway, you guys, let us know what you're doing to take care of yourselves, too. What's a new know. self-care thing that you've started to allow yourself to take Like, what's in? the weirdest thing you do to take care of yourself? For me, I watch Harry Potter movies. <laughs> it's not super weird, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my weird thing would be. I'll think about it. We all have our things. Yeah. Shall we get to recommendations? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. So just the other day, I discovered a new podcast called mm-hmm. Pod and Prejudice. <laughs> this sounds totally up your alley. Yeah. So it's In my alley. <laughs> two friends doing it. Where the one friend has, like, read Jane Austen, like, a few of her novels, like, several times. Of course, Pride and Prejudice. The other one has not read any Jane Austen. And also, like, miraculously (laughs) doesn't really know what happens in Pride and Prejudice. Wow. Yeah. So she's reading it for the first time. And so each episode is basically a recap of a couple chapters. And they're working their way through the book. And then 
I know they are also covering the BBC version. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're going to cover other versions and then I think eventually move on to other Jane Austen novels. But amazing. I am just like loving going along for this ride of the friend who's reading it for the first time and the way they recap it in like modern terms. Right. And stuff is really funny and they kind of have like nicknames for some of the characters and stuff. Oh, this is fun. But it's giving me all those cozy feelings of rereading Pride and Prejudice without actually having to reread it. Right. (laughs) So, and I've kind of been in like a funk with my podcast recently where like I'm just not always in the mood to listen to them. But I started this the other day and it's like, I feel like I'm back in it. Like I'm in that new glow of having found a podcast that I like. Yeah. And I, you know. What's it called? Pod and Prejudice. Pod and Amazing. Yeah, so if you're a Pride and Prejudice stan like me, then you will love it. Yeah. It's so fun. I'm hoping you found Pride and Prejudice TikTok. Oh, of course. Okay. (laughs) My favorite is, like, all the girls who are like, if he's not bare-chested, walking through a field, telling you, I love you, body and soul. (laughs) I don't want it. Yeah. Or I love the people who... um, Pretend like they're Kira Knightley oh. acting, like with her like chin her teeth, acting, her teeth her acting. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so god, good. so good. Honestly, though, Kira Knightley's Pride, Pride and Prejudice is oh. the ultimate. For it's me. my favorite movie. The ultimate. I love it so much. It is a warm and cozy movie. I that's a movie that I know like every scene by heart. You do? I don't know yeah. it that well, but I do love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. So much. I could, yeah, I watch that movie like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's my breakfast at Tiffany's. So there you go. <laughs> Different characters, but yeah. Mine's a hooker, but you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So my recommendation, I actually have hiding down here. Ooh. <gasps> this book. Oh, you okay. were just really getting into the whole Italian I food am. thing. Okay. <laughs> so this book is called Pasta Grannies. Okay. Okay. Isn't that an Instagram account? It's an Instagram account and a YouTube channel. Oh, and okay. the concept is basically this woman interviews and documents Italian nonas mm-hmm. just doing their thing in the uh-huh. kitchen. And this book is so warm and cozy. Can like, I look at it? Yeah. It's like all – and there's so many amazing – there's literally a section where you get to meet the old ladies. I was going to say, I hope there are pictures of the grannies. Oh, they're so adorable. <laughs> and like – as someone who's getting into Italian cooking for my project, this was so fun because I didn't realize there was a YouTube channel. I followed the Instagram, but the YouTube mm. channel is obviously much more like in-depth with them actually cooking recipes. This mm. is like taking all that and taking these amazing recipes and there's like beautiful photos and portraits yeah. of them and uh, I just like love it. So I feel like I'm definitely going to be cooking from this for my journey this year, but... Mm. It's just so fun, and I've been loving watching all the YouTube like videos and stuff that go along with it, too. That's great. Like, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> yeah. Did you buy this for yourself, or was it gifted This to was you? gifted to me by Luke. Okay. So, great gift. That's cool. Did you make it to Pasta Granny TikTok? No. I'll have to find one. Um, I'm upset that I'm not there yet. Yeah, there's this guy who's been making TikToks of his grandma making stuff. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's really like she's really getting in there with her hands yeah. and stuff. And 
Um, I think in the one I watched at the end, she's like, okay, turn that off. It's time to eat. <laughs> you know? Like, I just, eat. I feel like I'm rediscovering my roots mm-hmm. through this and through the that's videos. Fun. So it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, cool. It's a cute cookbook. So awesome. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. And yeah, we hope that you join us on this. 2021 adventure are you sending any resolutions for this new year if you aren't no shame in the game i get it (laughs) hey we all just honestly let's all just survive 2021 that's the ultimate goal yes we want to survive maybe Maybe thrive thrive. (laughs) (laughs) thrive if you're lucky yes we can we can make it we can do it yeah Well, if you're loving the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review because it helps us with the algorithm and to spread the word. Yeah. Tell a friend. It's the easiest way. Mm -hmm. And don't forget that you can always send us your questions about anything, food, travel, anything really um, on our Instagram at Passport Pizza Pod or leave us a voicemail at 717-964-0215. It's been too long since we've had a voicemail. True. So give us a ring. Yeah. And our show notes with all the links and details of the products and recommendations from this episode can be found at our website, www.passportsandpizza.com. And if you want to follow us on our day-to-day situation, give us a follow at Sarah underscore Cornelius underscore or at Roman Golightly. Can be friends. And as always, a big thank you to Laura's brother, Will, for our theme music. And also, shout out to Peggy Lenton. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was annoyed that... <laughs> Will gets a shout out every episode. Just made our theme music. It's you know, fine. Yeah. It's just part Peggy, of our credits. You but, get a shout out too. But shout out to my mom for just giving for birth to Peggy. me. <laughs> She's really why this podcast happened. It's true. Because if she hadn't given birth to me. I mean, and, the, you know, and therefore, shout out to your mom too. Yeah. Shout out to Teresa. They Hello. did the real work here. Hello. They did the real work. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you, see you in next, next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yum. All right, I really have to pee. Okay. Like so bad, so I'm gonna pause. Okay.